everybody, and welcome to the Talks A Lot Boys. I'm your host, my name is Tyler, and I am once again joined by the boys. We've got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we have Kyle. Howdy. So, we're doing our second album review of the year, and this time oh. it's about an album that we, we actually really care about. Um, there's a band called Era, and they're very heavy, and they slap very hard, and last year they released a record that was their self-titled album, and it was a fucking ripper, and we just unfortunately did not have a chance to review that last year, but luckily for us, and luckily for the world, they have released the deluxe edition of their self-titled album uh, as of last week, as of the time of this recording, and uh, we're going to take this opportunity to kind of dive into that. It's the exact same album with a few extra songs tagged onto the end, and Boys, I I really like this album. I mean, we kind of already know this because we've talked about the old album before, but like, it's just this is a really good album. <laughs> it's it's so good. <laughs> There's every single song just has so much complexity and so much just girth to it to to dive into, and it sounds so good. This is gonna be a tough one. I I really feel like it is. Uh, Brennan. Uh, you are like the resident era guy because I didn't even get oh, yeah. into them until this album <laughs> came out last year. So, uh, what are what are your thoughts on this album, man? Uh, <laughs> a lot of old school era fans. Um, this is uh, it's very similar, but it's different. All in the same sense, uh, they definitely had a kind of a different vibe with their old releases. You know, I believe they also had like a different screamer. I'm pretty sure. Um. But this album, from top to bottom, absolutely rips. Like, very complex guitar work. My man Jesse Cash is, like, the lead guitarist. Also, you know, Holy the shit. actual singing vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. This dude fucking rips. And <laughs> this album is just a master class in, like, how to do instrumentals for, you know, gent, metalcore, you know, all sorts of different genres. This album just knocks it out from top to bottom. 100%. There was some stuff Instrument. like instrumentally on some of these tracks that literally like my jaw was on the floor. I'm like, no human should be <laughs> able to play this. Like, it, I don't understand. Um, Kyle, yes. where are you at with this album? Uh, I am like the resident not era guy in yeah. this group because I, I don't listen to them very often. Slowly sprinkled into my listenings over the last year. Um, and holy fuck. Uh, kind of go off of what you said about Jesse Cash. I was about 12 or 13 songs into this album listening through it the first time. And I went, man, I keep making notes about the vocalist. I should probably look at who this guy is. I look and I see he also does a guitar. I'm just like, what? How? how what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like both of these parts in this song are like insanely involved and like really complex. And he's doing both of them what like this yeah. dude is on another level i can't even like i'm really <laughs> glad i waited to the end because then it just made me like like the numbers were flying past my head like like doing the math like <laughs> how is he doing this it was so cool uh and then on like retrospective listens after that like it was just oh but now overall man this band just fucking slaps like holy shit like they like you said they're really fucking complex uh they specifically i think the instrumentals a lot of the time just fucking go every which way and none of them i'm expecting and i love it yeah. um which i'm excited to dive into as we, yeah as we get in and we're we're gonna dive into it right now because as we always do 
here on the show. We're going to rank every single song in this album, with the exception, this time, of the three uh, cover songs at the end, because there's just too many songs in this album, and since they're not technically their songs, it doesn't make sense to rank them amongst the songs that they wrote. And they're everyone good, complains our stuff is too long anyway, so we can't even think of doing that. <laughs> so we're, we're reviewing uh, all of the songs in the album, except for those three. Here we go. I'm going to list off all the songs in the order they appear, and then we're going we're gonna to just jump right into it, man. Uh, so, track number one is Snowblood. Track number two is Gungrave. Track number three is Divisionary. Track number four is House of Glass. Track number five, Shadow Autonomous. Track number six, Electric Twilight. Track number seven, Scorpion Hymn. Track number eight, Lunar Halo. Track number nine, Vanish Canvas. Track number ten, Idolon, or I Eidolon. I don't know how to pronounce Somewhere it. Something like that. <laughs> uh, next is uh, Remnant, followed by Memory Fiction, which takes us to the end of the original album. And then we have the three bonus songs, uh, Soul Absentia, Psalm of Sedition, and Nigh to Silence. And that's a heck of a lot of songs there, people. Uh, this is going to be strapping for a, for a long episode here, I think. But uh, I have some ideas, as I usually do, of what I think belongs at the bottom. But uh, I want to hear your thoughts first. Are there any songs in particular that jump out to you as being the worst <clears throat> of the bunch? I tell you what. Hmm. It's time to, to throw a good old-fashioned twist in here. I think the ballad should be at the bottom. Wow. Memory fiction. I didn't like it as Memory much. Memory fiction? As a yes. Yeah, that's one Did of the three that I think yes. should be at the bottom. And I just, I was not, like, it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad song. It's just when bands like this do ballady, slow stuff like this, it's usually to let, like, different parts of the band shine more so than usual and then also kind of take that ballad style and like mix it with their style and mm -hmm. like technically they did but i think this band does such a good job at making all these different instruments shine already in what they already do that having this song just felt like a really like weird just shift down in temp like in just like i don't know momentum and everything for the end of this album That's definitely fair. end of this album not this one but um so i don't know it just didn't really do it for me it was good. I, I also good. had that in like the ones I want at the bottom, and I have a reason for that and a reason why I have other songs, um, and they're related. Brennan, uh, do you have any any songs other than uh, that <sighs> song? Hmm. Other than that, part of me keeps moving towards Electric Twilight, even though I really like that song. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't think it's I'm be a, like dead bottom. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. I'm also gonna no. say that like very hard. <laughs> okay. Like we're not talking about this for like a while. <laughs> um, other than that, like maybe that Lunar Halo. Although that song starts off really cool. But th those are probably two of the ones that like grab me the least. Albeit, I think I think mm, I shouldn't put Electric Twilight that low because it, it it is a slabber. But those are those are probably the two that I think kind of a little fair. low. There is one track that I think should be close to the bottom, but not quite. But we'll we'll get into that. Okay. Just the the other tracks that I'm thinking, because Memory Fiction is definitely one that I thought should be at the bottom. 
The other two, for the same and kind of opposite reason that I think should also be in this conversation, Scorpion him and Idolon. Because, um, I don't get me wrong, the beginning of Idolon is fucking amazing. It is the tastiest thing I've ever heard in my life, but the rest of the song does not really, like, hold up to the the bar that is set at the beginning. But the reason I think these three songs should be at the bottom is that I'm going to use a similar argument that I made for the bottom tracks of Eternal Blue that we did last year. Um, each of these songs, like like this band as a whole, right? They they have a really incredible clean vocalist. They have a really good unclean vocalist. And in 90% of the tracks, they find a way to blend them together and kind of like get the best of both worlds. I think Memory Fiction felt really boring to me because I had zero unclean vocals. And I think that um, Eidolon and Scorpion Him felt very kind of samey to me because they had like no clean vocals and it was just gutturals the whole time. So I think that like because each of those songs is only giving you like a, a piece of what Era has to like fully offer, I think that it kind of like holds each of those songs back objectively. I don't think any of these songs are bad by any stretch. But that's kind of where <laughs> where my head was at when I was listening to those. I was gonna argue for Scorpion Him to be like right outside of the bottom three, because okay. I mean I totally you're co- completely correct on that point. But Scorpion Him absolutely rips. It <laughs> and does. <laughs> there's even like the one like really long like guttural scream where it just fucking hits. But. I absolutely despise how they ended the track. Yes, how it's, it's just it's just a breakdown that like fades away into obscure, yes! like it fades away into obscurity. Because like yeah. like up until that point, like as soon as it hits that point, I skip. I move to the next track. I'm like, okay, I already know how this ends. I hate it. But everything up to that point, even though yes, there's no cleans. You know, it's totally just heavy in your face, fucking like balls to the wall track. But for however long that is, it absolutely rips. So I I would say out of these three, it should definitely be the top of these three. But I'm not going to make an argument for it to really go any further because okay. of that reason. I can get behind that. It's fair. So I, I, I think so it smokes glad. both the others. So glad <laughs> you talked about the fade out. And it's funny because like when I made my notes too about this, I was just like, I don't like the fade out. But I don't really hate it because like I feel like a lot of times this album, they do like really cool, like contrasting things like right next to each other, like especially in Idolon, actually, where they have like these really cool, like more th- like serene, chill vibes that like like really cool ways, like transition into these heavier bits. Um, but in Scorpion Him, like to have this like almost just fucking pounding the entire song to have it have the fade out. I was like, that's like a kind of cool contrast. I can see why. But I will say that that last like bit of riffs that scorpion him hits there that goes into the fade out where it's like does like do 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 and i'm just like oh my god yeah. oh and and i'm like what how are they gonna where are they gonna go with this they're probably gonna build on it right and then to have them just fade it out i was like oh all right okay yeah yeah, that's yeah, like it is contrasty, but just like the build up to it, and then like that's the payoff. It's like, uh, what yeah, payoff, it's like it could have been a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> um, oh, dude, I will say, in my mind, because like I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement that these three songs are in the bottom. I have another one I could throw in the ring, but like I think is probably above these. Um, 
But in my mind, I think memory fiction is the bottom. In my mind, I just feel like it does what it does. And like kind of what you were saying, Tyler, it just like is one like really great thing about the band. And it's not even done as well as some other songs to me. So it just kind of like falls flat to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scorpion Him, I have something that like I actively dislike. Whereas with Idolon, I really don't have anything I dislike about that song. In fact, I have things that I think they do in that song better than some other places on the album. Like those transitions between those really cool, like more like thoughtful, like chill bits into these heavy bits. Some of those transitions were like, they kind of like carry over into each other instead of just like drastic switches. It's really fucking cool and really well done. So like that bits, those bits alone kind of give Idol on the edge for me. They're close. But like at the end of the day, one has something I think is like a that was a bad choice. And the other one just has all good choices, just doesn't do yeah. everything that era does. So that's fair. And I think because that's the thing, like with with Idolon, it's like it, it starts off so good. Like that yeah. is like one of the most delicious fucking things I've ever heard. Like the way that song not starts. <laughs> and yes. I was like, where is this going to go? And then like in my opinion it just sort of like went from like this really cool intricate thing to just like your typical like brie blech thing and then it just that's the song <laughs> and then it hits you with the beginning again to remind you that like hey remember this cool part well we're doing it again to remind you of that and then it's still not the whole song i don't know i just it it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because like it could have built off of that and been something like spectacular when instead it was just like a really cool part that kind of like went into a song that was like a little disjointed from it in my opinion um that's just my that's just the way i see it so like i i i'm open to like ranking it i definitely don't want it to be last i i'm in agreement with kyle i think that memory fiction should be last Um, oh totally yeah I, I do like how it builds, but the fact that, like, I don't know. There's a lot of good things about the band. They just kind of strip out of it, I think. Yeah, yeah I'm in agreement. Cool. Um, So what order are we putting them in? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like they both are missing things from, like, the overall vibe of the band. And like I said, to me, Scorpion Him just has something I just actively dislike versus yeah. I don't want, which, like, was a creative choice that probably could be done a different way, but it's not bad the way they did it. Yeah. So in my so, mind, I'd vote for Idolon to be above. Okay. And Brennan, you're, you're opposite, right? You want Scorpion yeah, cause, him above? Yeah, because Scorpion him for like the first like two and a half minutes is just epicness. I yeah. mean, even though they don't have Jesse Cash, like they do have the screamer doing like pitched screams, kind of like John Mess style. Um, cause he, he does it a lot in this track where he'll like kind of like step into cleans real quick, you know, mm-hmm. or in this album. But, uh, uh, but then like, <laughs> like I said, two and a half minutes of epicness and then like almost a minute and a half of like, okay, we're fading this out. So, yeah, I don't know. You, you could, you could argue me the other way, honestly. I'm, I'm very split. I have to be the tiebreaker apparently. Um, <sighs> this is tough. I, <sighs> I would say I want to put Scorpion him over Idolon just because Idolon disappointed me, <laughs> and like, it's it, it, Scorpion him is what it is. Idolon could have been so much more, in my opinion. So, um, while I do think the beginning of I, I, Idolon is better than the entirety of both of those songs, uh, 
I'm a, I'm gonna say my vote is to have Scorpion him above it. So I guess we're gonna lock those in. All right. Memory fiction bottom. Not too bummed. As as fifteen? Is that the yeah. fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen, yeah. fourteen, thirteen. Um. Now we're on to number twelve, and now it's like we have a normal sized <laughs> album. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go with Can this. Can I make um, a punt? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Divisionary. No. Really? Oh, no. Divisionary really? might be the best song on this album, bro. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I, it's, might, I think it's definitely like top four. I'd say definitely top, top four. Like unquestionably top four. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't even have anything bad about it. It was just that it didn't really stand out to me like a lot of other tracks did. Like, I have more notes on Divisionary than like any other track of the album, I think. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm down to be swayed this way. Maybe it was like a situation where I just didn't catch it as much like we have had in like previous uh, reviews. But all right. We'll wait. Yeah. I don't know where to go next then. That was the only thing I was feeling. <laughs> so go somebody throw something else out cuz I have no idea uh, after that. Everything else was a mixed bag. But Brennan? <laughs> uh, what do you guys I mean, not saying that this should be next, but what do you guys think about Lunar Halo? I I liked it. I did too. I like I like I like it. I just I think I just feel like, it's a lot of stronger stuff. Yeah, I definitely think Lunar Halo is coming up if it's not next. Because, yeah. like, I, I did enjoy, like, the weird, like, space vibes it was kind of given off. Like, it gave it, like, a real unique, like, flair. And, like, yeah. the stripped down part, like, three minutes in is, like, epic as fuck. But, like, in general, yeah, I think there are still a lot of other songs on this album that do a lot more. Um, Because, I, honestly, like, if that bit at the end... From like three minutes onward, if that wasn't in there, I would say like one hundred percent this is next. I think like right. that bit alone kind of saved it for me. But there's so many songs on this album that do everything great. So I definitely think Lunar Halo is in the conversation for being next. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree with a lot of that because there's a lot of parts instrumentally where the song is really strong, but uh, I just feel like there's other songs that are stronger. Yeah. Like a lot of other songs that are stronger. Yeah. To, I mean, maybe. we can lock that in if, if we want. I can't really think of know. anything to to uh, go below it, but... I mean, like, I definitely didn't expect this to be next, but, like, we don't really have anything else. I just, to me, like, Lunar Halo, like, in an album where, like, a lot of these songs are kind of similar in a lot of ways, like, have similar vibes. They're not, like, the, they're mm -hmm. not samey. I definitely don't want to say that because there's a lot of cool intricacies. This song has, like, a very different vibe to it that was really refreshing, and it was really creative the way they did it with, like, the really, like, electronic-y beginnings. Even yeah. having that distortion and layering, like, show up throughout the song, and then that whole last bit is just fucking, like, a wild ride. So, like, I feel like the song not only has a great song adds like this cool level of creativity on top of it with like this this lunar shit that they do with all the different distortions and stuff that keeps coming mm -hmm. in and out uh the vocals in that bridge though where like it all strips out is fucking i put the word ethereal dude that shit that melted my ears and tickled my nuts it was fantastic <laughs> I, I, I loved it um <laughs> 
And I, it's just another moment where I went, God, Jesse Cash is a fucking wizard. I don't understand how this man's doing this. He, he's doing it all. He's playing these incredible guitar licks in these songs and then also hitting those kind of vocals. Yeah, so. it, it is really good. I mean, like, there are a few other songs that I think could, like, be in the running for this spot if we don't necessarily want to lock this in. Um, Honestly, I would say, like, two of the three bonus tracks, like, didn't do a ton for me. I didn't think they were bad, but like I didn't really take a lot of notes on them. Um, I'm curious to see what you guys think because like maybe you guys loved all three and I'm just a fucking <laughs> fool. I don't know. Um, but I thought that like Soul Absentia and and Psalmus Edition were good, but I didn't think that they were incredible. I thought Night of Silence was like amazing, but like the the other two, I was like these are good. I definitely had the opposite take on those three songs. But <laughs> That's fair. That's totally <laughs> fair. I definitely like was Ooh. really impressed by Soul of Sentia and Soulless Edition, and I thought Night of Silence was really good. Like that was That's fair. Oh, I fucking love the choruses of all three of them. They are like, really solid. All like all three of the choruses fucking rip, dude. And then like especially in Soulless Edition, like you hear him like tapping like while he's singing, and it's just like 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 what Kyle said before, like both the guitar and like the vocals are like so involved and so intricate and intensive that it's like I don't know how the fuck this dude's doing it at the same time. Yeah, that is that alone is like mad impressive. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> even comprehend. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then dude, there's some parts like there's some parts in like both Soul of Absentia and Palmas Edition or Psalmist Edition where like uh I mean, it just gets fucking brutal. Like, they just palm mute break down, like, oh, into, yeah. like, it's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Like, like I, I need to see these dudes live. Like, this would rip Seriously. so fucking hard, oh, for dude. Real. Specifically oh. about Psalm of Sedition to me, it, like, is so aggressive, yet it goes so many places to me. Like, yes. I was, when the song started off, I was just like, this is going to be one of those really violent, just in your face songs all the time. And then on top of that, it, like, it, like has a lot of different vibes even with the same pace going like even that whispery bit that happens closer to the end is still like really fucking fast and like doesn't lose that momentum to me like overall like <laughs> like halfway through my notes i just in all cast but it doesn't let up good god it's fucking pounding <laughs> like it's so good i was just so impressed especially with the like the plucky guitar and his vocals on top like like you know like how i said like i didn't realize the first time that was him i then realized and i went Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just feel fair. like this this song to me in general of the three is like the one that impresses me the most. Whether that means it's objectively the best one, I don't know. But like instinctively and like just from like initial listens and whatnot, I feel like that's this fair. Is pushing me towards. I could be argued, but like this is the one that's that fair. Is because like, so, I'm going in with a with a, a big disadvantage for like the new tracks because like. Uh, both of those songs I only listened to today and oh, every other song <laughs> I've listened to like a lot. So like, I just, I don't have as much on those that's and that's on me. I've just, I've been slacking and I did not get a chance to actually listen to them <laughs> until today when I was prepping. So, uh, if you guys think that they're like absolute bangers, then definitely we do not need to have them in the conversation yet. Oh, I was very interested to, to hear oh, what you guys thought of those. It's gonna be so difficult, but yeah, I mean, yeah. All, all three of them are slappers, though. 
Yeah. Oh. I kind of feel like none of them are next in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. I think I think we need to look at the original album for the next yeah. track. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else that we could consider putting <sighs> under Lunar Halo? Um, I'm gonna go with probably not on my end. I I can't I, name one, dude. I would. Yeah. Another one that I said was like really great overall, and it just didn't stand out a lot to me was uh, Shadow Aut- Autonomous. That one just didn't, like, have anything that I was like, oh, my God, like, calling out. But, like, the chorus is really strong, but the vocals don't really, like, jump anywhere like some of the other songs do. Mm-hmm. The main guitar part, like, right away is, like, really fucking cool. And they kind of run that through. But, like, they do that in other songs. Yeah. I didn't really I think... have any other big standout things for that song other than that to me. Yeah, I liked... Uh, there, there's a lot to like about Shadow Autonomous, but like, yeah, you're kind of right because like, uh, the vocals are good and like they're good on all of the songs. And, like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think like I do have like a like one like minor negative note about Shadow Autonomous though. Okay. Um, about how like around three minutes in when the uncleans kind of take over, like it kind of pulled me out a bit just because it, it kind of it clashed a little bit with like the vibe that kind of been setting. I don't think they transitioned into it as well as they do on like other tracks, not a okay. huge knock against it. I don't think it like ruined the song. It wasn't even really like a bad thing. Um, yeah. but I did notice that like it, it was like a little bit of a, uh, clash pulled me out like a tiny bit, but then the end was hmm. great too. Yeah. I liked how they kind of like stripped it down at the end and like, and like faded a little bit. Mm. Um, but I can definitely see that being in the conversation. I wouldn't put it under Lunar Halo personally. Fuck well, I, <laughs> I could put it like just above it and be fine. Wait, you think that Shadow Autonomous should be put above Lunar Halo? Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't agree. But like, I guess you both are in the other way. But <laughs> I think I feel like Lunar Halo, like the cool, like creativity in it, like immediately trump shadow autonomous because like shadow autonomous is one of the songs where like they do everything right and it sounds like era but like nothing about it is like whoa yeah and like i would i would agree with your point too tyler like shadow autonomous has like they kind of is destroying a bit like like especially listening back to it like now i can kind of feel what you're talking about with it whereas little halo i don't feel like there's really many knocks yeah. against it at all honestly <laughs> and, I'm like, and the creative shit with like the distortion and stuff is really cool you know, you know, Kyle, I'm I'm actually gonna give this one to you. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. I yeah. I do I do think I can respect the uniqueness of Lunar Halo more than the the overall goodness of Shadow Autonomous. I think like gun to my head, I can give it the edge for that. The more I really think about it and the more I really like look over my notes and stuff i can cool. i can settle for that nope does that so let's lock him in all right okay let's move on because <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. we got Are a you lot like left opposed to this i'm not no i i mean at first i was but then you know kyle brought up some good points so yeah put lunar halo above shadow autonomous cool we're gonna we're gonna lock those puppies in um now we're now we're back to, to not knowing where to go. Yeah. Um of the songs left, the one I have the least notes for is Remnant. 
I don't know if that's that actually, means it's that's bad. actually where I was I gonna go. Notes. Really? <laughs> I put um the only real note I have is the guitar part at three minutes in is one of the best guitar parts on the album, hands down. But that's the only note I have. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that part is really good though. Mm. Mm. Fuck. Do we have any <laughs> any strong feelings about that song? I really liked it. But I wasn't like, uh, oh my god, it's great. It was just like, I thought it was really good. That's yeah, kind of where I'm at, also. I feel like... Yeah. I don't know, like, this was one of the songs where, like, overall the guitar, like, was a standout, like, across mm. the album to me. Like, here, it really fucking shines. Um, also, I feel like this chorus, like, has some really cool soaring moments in it, where, like, especially when you think about the fact that this is one of the coolest guitar bits in the album on top of a being really good chorus from the same guy is like really impressive to me. Um, they also like, I just feel like the whole last like minute and a half of this song is like some probably possibly like the best, one of the best endings to a song on this whole album in my mind with the guitar solo, how they just fucking like have a crazy momentum driving to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the end- ending just in general, like the last bits there are really satisfying. So it does everything right for me and also has some of the best stuff from guitar on the whole album, which is hard to say because there's yeah. a lot of good shit about guitar for me. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I had pretty high marks for this one. Um, I, I mean, I could yeah. see it going like soon. I just didn't really expect it to be next, which is like, fair. I guess the, I the, the story of our conversations. I, I, I'm just saying this is uh, one we haven't talked about yet. So yeah. Uh, Brendan, what do you, uh, what do you think of this song? I think uh, I really like this song, but then I really like all the songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. I mean, I don't, cause I, I don't see this song as towards the top and I'd kind of feel bad if we put it here, but then I don't really know what else can go here. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, maybe house of glass. I feel like that's coming up. As much as it pains oh, me to say song. House oh. of Glass, I was also kind of thinking it coming up soon. Yeah. Like, I think that song is cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, the fact that they almost make the guitar part, like, the leading part in the song, like, it like it feels like, like, I don't know if it's, like, just in, like, the fucking levels post, you know, like, but, like, it feels like guitars are, like, at the same, if not even, like, more forward than the vocals at times. And like it almost feels like the the it's like a dance between like the guitar and the vocals more so than any other song to me, and then mm-hmm. the layered layered vocals that happen like in that second chord or second verse rather is oh good, um, definitely I don't know to me like my 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 general statement for this song was like really unique, very different than a lot of other things on this album, but like definitely didn't catch me like some other songs did. So I could see coming next, but damn, do I appreciate it for being really different. It's very cool. It's fair. Oh, the guitars are so epic, though, especially in the verses where he's kind of like singing low and you just hear like the strumming and the double bass. It's like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, and then the- like, and then, oh, and then when the dude starts screaming and like you hear like the riff, like cut, like the real riff come in, like on that same pattern. It's just like, fuck me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I do. That was like my big takeaway from that song, which is that like the the drums and the guitar are in like a constant state of just fucking driving the song <laughs> from start to finish, and they just do not let up for a second. Like, no. <laughs> oh, and then you get some palm mutes. Holy fuck! 
<laughs> I, the only I don't problem know. is like I, compared to the rest of the songs we have left, it's like I I don't know if it quite gets to that level. How do we feel about Gungrave? See, I actually was going to bring that one up too. That's very interesting that you mentioned that. Okay. And literally possibly uh-huh. the largest diss against this. it that I have is the ending. It feels very sudden. Like some of the full yeah. stoppy shit near the end. I guess that's fair. Uh, but like Gungrave is so fucking insane though. Like I'd put oh, Gungrave dude. over both of the songs we just talked about like uh. easily. I'm not saying it should be like uh. toward the top at all. Like if if we want to kind of have that in this conversation, I'm fine with that. But like I feel like I could put it in this conversation. This is possibly the last song that I feel like could be in this conversation to me of the songs that are left in my that's mind. Fair. Um so I don't know. Ooh. I okay. As much as I love the song for what it does, kind of feel like I would vote House of Glass being next. As I, much as that pains me, I also I don't know. Am kind of leaning that way. It's just that we're at a point where every single one of these songs is going to be payable to place. Yeah, <laughs> and I do think that. Like, it's kind of the same thing what, Tyler, you were saying earlier about, like, how um, certain songs have, like, more of one thing or maybe just all one thing, like, memory fiction and stuff. It doesn't feel like it has, like, the full encapsulation of some of these songs, especially some of the songs that we haven't even talked about yet. Like, yeah. it doesn't ha- it doesn't bring all of that to the table. It brings incredible guitar licks and some really cool, like, layering moments. But, like, I feel like other songs give you more of, like, the cool breakdowns, the really heavy shit that House of Glass doesn't necessarily give you the best of. Um, objectively, I could see House of Glass being next. I hate that. I hate it so much. But we might have to start doing the painful shit. That's, uh, I'm leaning like the exact same way. So like, unless Brennan has like an extremely compelling argument, <laughs> I think this might be where this is going. I just, we haven't locked in Remnant yet, have we? No, we have not. We I I personally oh. could say Remnant, in my mind, Remnant's above House of Glass. Possibly just above House of Glass, now as we're talking about it more. But I feel like Remnant does do a lot of everything. Like, it has some of those heavier bits in it that House of Glass, I feel like, is kind of lacking. Um, but I feel like it's kind of nitpicky. So, I don't know. Maybe I could go either way. But like, I could my really flip is, either way on these two. I my, just, my, my gut's uh, Remnant above. I just feel like House of Glass is like, like, yeah, like it might not like encapsulate everything, but like, it just has a ton of these moments where, like, like we said before, like the guitars and the drums like really drive the track. Like there's times where like, you know, the vocals, yeah, maybe they take a backseat, like they accent it just perfectly, especially in the verses whenever like Jesse Cash is kind of like softly singing over like, like just heavy strumming and like guitar and like bass work. Oh, it's it's such a good track. I mean, it might not have like the full package like twenty four seven, but like there's just a lot of spots in it where it just really shines. Like you you feel like just like a culmination of things. While remnant, I mean, it does have a lot going on though. I don't know, you know man. That's you know, tough. Brennan, as you you kind of talked about a little bit more there, I kind of was I was reminded of a thing I gave praise to Lunar Halo for Lunar Halo for that I also feel like I would kind of connects with House of Glass where like it kind of changes the game a bit with the whole like the vocals being an accent 
piece more so to like these really awesome guitars and drums that, you know, I give that like decision making that unique like decision kind of more props than I might give Remnant overall, even though Remnant's like a really solid track. That creativity and that uniqueness is really fucking cool. So, you know, I think I think you've swayed me the other way. I think I maybe, you know, I'd be okay with House of Glass above Remnant. Unless you've uh, sold yourself away from <laughs> this thing at the no, same time. Because no, now I, you're kind of sounding like you're not in that band, camp anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just... Stuff. I just enjoy House of Glass more than Remnant. I mean, as as subjective as that is, like I just that's fair. I, mean, close. I I love I love Remnant. I love every part of it. I love how it's like just the entire band, like the whole entire track. But like House of Glass just has these moments and like these stretches of the song where it's just like it's so fucking neat and like such a creative direction for them to go, like you know, songwriting wise and you know, like how like making just like a massive sum of its parts instead of maybe like, you know, just an entire track. It's just, it's just, it's like, so, so epic to me like that. That's all. That's all really yeah, just fucking slap. hundred percent. I totally agree with you. Definitely. So are we, are we locking them in uh house of glass above remnant? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's do it. I'm down for it. All right. They're locked in. Can you do uh, a quick recap just because yeah, I was actually just about to do that. It's been a hot <laughs> fucking minute. So, same wavelength. Uh, number 15 is Memory Fiction. 14 is Idolon. 13 is Scorpion Hymn. 12 is Shadow Autonomous. 11 is Lunar Halo. 10 is Remnant. 9 is House of Glass. We have 8 left. Do we want to do a round of tabling? Or are we not there yet? Well, I tell you what Brennan brought up that I'm kind of interested in, in dabbling in. Is the idea of possibly Gungrave next? Okay, I'm not opposed. You, did mention, you mentioned it, uh, yeah, when we were talking about it. And as good as Gungrave is, when you're coming down in the nitty gritty bits of it, I think it does a really good job of being like really aggressive, being in your face really hard. I think some of the little like nuances in the vocals and the chorus are really good. Um, some of the drumming, especially like the breakdown bit in that second verse, is fucking awesome. But yeah. I I don't know. Those are like moments to me. And like some of these other songs above it, like have this like as the overarching everything, you know? Um, right. So I feel like th- there are bits of greatness in this song and I appreciate them a lot. But like we've, like I've been saying, we've got to make hard decisions and I kind of feel like maybe this is where this one lands. Um, it's fair. But I could easily be swayed away from this because, you know, I yeah. do think the song does slap pretty hard. I do I think, think the ending is kind of disappointing, but that's yeah. just a me thing. I do think the breakdown at the end, though, goes so Full fucking fuck. hard. Yes. Like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, yes. it's, that, that breakdown is, like, stupid technically good. Like, it's... Oh. What was that? <laughs> the fuck? It just started playing out of my phone. <laughs> I, just, I was like, did I just, like, will the song into existence? <laughs> I nice. guess. I don't know what happened. It just started playing. And I was like, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think I I love... Gun, Gungrave does, like, everything that every good song on this album does. Um, not necessarily to the degree of some of these other songs. So, like, I'm totally fine with it being in the conversation for being next. But, like, just the ability to, like, have such a good-sounding chorus 
simultaneously having such like a brutal breakdown <laughs> at the <laughs> end and like having all these really cool like technical like layered elements just mixed throughout it like it just it's it's a prime example of like why era is such a good band in general like there's just so much to unpack and even though this song is probably only going to be like number eight in the ranking like the fact that it does this much and it's basically getting stopped here is like really saying something about the band <laughs> like there's just yes. there's so much good shit on this album it's insane so i don't know if we want to put gun grape next i'm i'm not necessarily opposed because i can't think of anything to put under it really uh i'd lock it in all right we'll lock it in we won't think too much about it. It's locked in. Nice. Now what? Fucking There's seven fucking songs left. There's still seven left, which means we're getting close to a top four. We're, we, have, we have three and then a top four. So that's like not terrible <laughs> if we break it down that way. Makes it yeah. a little more digestible. Do we want to we want to do a round table and make I this easier on ourselves? Be a yeah. I think I think it's probably our most the most progression we could make yeah. is if we do that. All right. Kyle, what do we even want to table though? I don't I wanna let, know. You go, okay, I'll let Brendan go first. Brendan, what do you want to table? <laughs> oh fuck, dude. <laughs> uh fucking hell. I'm gonna table Snowblood. Okay. You made this easier for me. I'm gonna, because <laughs> that was one of the ones I was dancing with in my head. Uh, I will table Psalm of Sedition. Okay. That was the other one I was thinking about. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that goes for the two! <laughs> for me, yes, dude. Okay, Tyler. Well, be now I don't know, because there's a uh, lot. <laughs> Neither of those were, the, were any of the ones I wanted, but I'm happy they got tabled nonetheless. Oh man, it's tough. I I want to go vanish canvas. I don't care. I'm tabling vanish canvas. It's fair. Solid pick. Solid pick. Both versions collectively in one. Collectively, yeah. We I don't think we actually ever said that they're together. Yeah. They're they're yeah. one spot on the list. Um, are we going again? Because like actually, if we all. It yeah, I we mean, all if we all go through, through, we're left with one. with one song, so yes. I mean, <clears throat> we can if you want to. I'm down. Uh, I'm not opposed to this. All right, Brennan? Brennan, go again. Oh, Night of Silence. Easy. Cool. Kyle. Ah. Um, <laughs> this, not many left. Uh. Hmm. What do I? I'm, I'm looking at the whole fucking list. I gotta remember. I got the visionary. <laughs> I've got electric twilight, and I've got what? Soul absentia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going soul absentia. Fair. Yeah. Good choice. Um. Fuck. That leaves you with two, Tyler. I know, <laughs> and they're like two of my favorites, and I hate this. Ah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. What is it? Yeah. yeah. I honestly, if I'm being honest with you, 
I I would in my brain and my heart probably go with these two actually next, but that's just as we've narrowed it down looking at those three that I just had to go with. I was just like, oh, obviously, because I think the other two are probably next. We did kind of dabble with Electric Twilight already a bit, but I guess like if I'm forced to like pull the trigger on these, I feel like we can have a conversation if these are going to be the next two. Um, I would like. I'm going to table the visionary and I think it should be higher than the next two spots, but that's just me. Okay. Okay. Let's discuss that. That will leave electric twilight to be next. So sell me on divisionary because I was the one that kind of threw it on the chopping block earlier and you guys were like, Oh no. Kind of like I did in the last was set it off in that one song. But, um, so sell me on this song. The vocal layering alone on this song is like God tier. Like, it adds, like, so <laughs> much debt. This is just, like, there's usually one track on, like, every album specifically that, like, all of the complexities and the layering and just, like, the technicality of how it's constructed, like, really stand out to me. And, like, this was that track on this album when I listened to it today. Like, all the little minute things were just, like, coming at me, and it was just, like, blowing my mind the whole time. Um... I mean, A, I'm a sucker for clean vocals over anything, so I really enjoyed that, like, the clean vocals kind of take the the driving force on this one as opposed to the uncleans. That's a very subjective thing, so that doesn't hold any weight. Same. But I would like to throw that out there. Um, Fucking, like, two minutes in, there's, like, a stripped-down, like, synth part almost, and it, like, it just hits so good, and then it, like, builds back up with, like, all the instruments kind of, like, coming in on top of it. Until they just come back like full force. And it, I don't know, man. Like, it's everything about this song is so incredible. <laughs> um, the vocals come back in in like this weird, like, ambient way at the end, too. And then, like, and then everything kind of kicks back in full force. And then at like the very, very end, it strips down to like just the vocals again. And I think, like, I guess just looking at my notes again, like, I, I'm always a sucker for songs that are able to kind of like construct themselves and deconstruct themselves in creative ways and have it like take you on this like this roller coaster, this journey, you know, and I think that this song just does like an incredible job of that, especially when it comes to like the the constructing and deconstructing. I feel like this does it better than any other song on the album personally, like. I really, really liked how they just hit you with like every possible combination of of the shit that they're hitting you with at different points in the song. Um, it was just really impressive to me. I thought it was like a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, I'm in a, I'm in agreement. Um, I do like how the song is able to like construct and like deconstruct and then reconstruct and then like fade out. It's like I, I do really like how the song ends. Yeah. However, uh, <laughs> like, like, like this song is like really good at that, but like all these other songs are like really good at everything else. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, tough. there's no. We're at the point where there's no like bad songs anymore. No, <laughs> like, this is yeah. gonna come down to a lot <laughs> of like subjectivity here. Yeah. Um. The thing that stands out for me in this song, like, as the person that has been, like, the opposed one to it, because, like, everything you said so far, 
I completely agree with it. I actually, like, I think, like, as far as, like, clean vocals go, the song fucking rips. The, the, some of, like, the tearing down and building up, I think, is really well done in the song. Something that I feel like is, like, an overarching thing on this album to me that I was really impressed with was, like, how, like, great they are with, like, this blinding pace of some of these songs. And, but also being able to do all these cool things within it. Like it does, it never feels like it's happening too fast. Like it always has these crazy, cool, complicated things going on. And this song to me, it kind of rests on that, like, and like, it doesn't really like leave that one thing. It does things around it and it does that well. It does it really well. Like everything you said, I think is great. But to me, it just like kind of rests a lot. And does the cool things around that, that one, like, same, like, and it's just, like, it kind of feels, I don't know, it's harsh to say it, but, like, stagnant to me a bit, because, like, it's just kind of, like, hitting the same exact thing all the way through, whereas some of their songs, I feel like, especially, like, the drums at times, just absolutely fucking turn, like, some rhythms on its head, and then go back and do it again, and, like, this song doesn't really do that a lot to me, um... Like I said when I brought it up before, I think the song is really fucking good. It's just like in this sea of greatness that we are in with this album, the song doesn't like jump at me as much as like a lot of these other ones do. It's fair. That's just my opinion. I do think though everything you said is great. Probably though I would say at the very least I'd be down to like keeping this one and not on the chopping block and like letting Electric Twilight be the next one. At the very least, you've sold me that far, and I'd be interested to keep talking about it compared to some other songs. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like Electric Twilight just as much. I could be swayed to order these <clears throat> either way if these are going to be the next two. I um, like Electric Twilight. I like that a lot. <laughs> I do, let's talk about Electric Twilight. Brennan, actually, I want you to talk about Electric Twilight. Cause didn't you throw it into the <sighs> chopping block earlier on? I, I did. Cause I mean, like I like it a lot. I just, in an album where there's, I mean, like Kyle said it really well, like there's a lot of like unrelenting pace, you know, like throughout it. And like a lot of these tracks, like even though like they are kind of a breakneck speed sometimes, like you can still hear like a lot of the intricacies and a lot of like the different things going on. I mean, it's just like during like 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 the opening like kind of verses and such, like how it all like like. I mean, it's kind of similar to Visionary, and where like you know it strips down and like it comes up, then it strips down, and it's just like. In a, in an album where a lot of the other songs are able to like keep up the pace and like still have cool parts and like intricacy and like excellent choruses and all this other stuff, um, that's kind of why I was leaning like Electric Twilight being towards the bottom, at first. Because I feel like Divisionary does like some things Electric Twilight tries to do better, but that there's also like you know crazier riffs and like you know just havoc going on Electric Twilight that you don't have in Divisionary. And then I feel like Night of Silence is like the ultimate example of like you know breaking down a song and then bringing it back up, like you know changing up the pacing. Like, like I feel like all three of these songs are in like kind of a similar vein, but I feel like Night of Silence like smokes the other two. If I'm being honest, even though I really, I really like these songs though. I did. I actually gave like a very similar note to night of silence that you did just now, where I was like, it does like a really cool journey over like all of their different sounds 
that have been in this this album so far like they really like take it a lot of different places like constructing into one thing deconstructing it back into like a chiller vibe at times even having those really chuggy drummy guitar bits in there as well um we're like the vocals just completely drop out of that part in out of silence too like it lets that moment of the album so far shine and then it's able to like re-bring it back into like this like this overall usual sound they hit that like i do think now to silence does really well I don't think it's next. I don't want to talk about that song yet. Um, but no. <laughs> I, I just, like, I just think all three of these the songs song. are all three of these songs are kind of similar and like how they it's like strip example. it down, bring it back, like full brunt. You know, that is fair. Yeah, um, that's probably that, why I like these three songs so much because I I always oh, yes. love that like <laughs> yeah. way of of doing songs. So like, um, I can agree though. I think Night of Silence is probably the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, for the reasons you just said. Yeah. Um, can I say that in Electric Twilight, the thing that really like a note, basically just a note. I think it might have his like widest vocal range that he hits in a single song. He has some like lower register stuff that is really smooth, still phenomenally done. His entire album, his vocals are not disappointing once. This man, so good. Um, and then he also has some really fucking high notes that happen. Um, in the last course that like it's a really cool like if you're talking about like building and breaking down overall it's kind of like his like where he like lands register wise in his voice goes from being pretty low right off the bat in the first verse to like being these really cool soaring things by the end um and overall i think i mean like the little record scratch guitar thing that he does like near the end i don't know if it's just like straight up like a like a added thing or if he actually is doing that on guitar or whatever but it like is just a little like cool thing that like breaks it up near the end yeah. for that last really awesome fucking drive of the ending of the song. I don't know. It's really good. Yeah. 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 You just kind of like rest your fingers on the strings while you strum. Yeah. But it's pretty dope. Uh, Cause I, I like it so much. It's so fucking like nice. I don't no, know which way to go, man. What's Fuck. next? What, what are, what are we locking in, in, in this next spot? We, we got to make a choice. I vote Electric Twilight. Do you think Electric Twilight? I vote Electric Twilight. I think Divisionary probably goes right above it. I can get behind it. As much as that pains me, because these tracks are awesome, but so is everything else that's left. Yeah. (laughs) I can can accept this, if this is where where we want to go. I can do Electric Twilight, then then Divisionary. From what we talked about it, I feel like maybe I'm leaning... Electric Twilight above it a little bit more, but like you guys already voted, and I think they're extremely close. So I'm down with whatever. I think they're both okay. They could go either way. So I'm down. Well, we'll lock them in that way then. So Electric Twilight and then Divisionary right above it. I don't remember the numbers. So uh, seven then six. Yeah. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, seven um, and six. So we have to pick the number five. We're in, we're in top five territory now. It's getting kind of crazy. That's getting a little wonky, wacky, woo. Do we want um, Night of Silence to be right above those two, or are we kicking that further up the list? Kicking that can down the road, as Brennan has so eloquently stated in the past. Yeah, let's kick this can down <laughs> yeah. the road. Um, I would like to definitely uh, kick it further down the road. I don't know yeah, what should be next, I think though. So, fuck. We um, haven't talked about Snowblood yet. We really haven't. I don't necessarily think that should be next. I just, we haven't, it's, it's one of the only ones we haven't talked about yet. I think you've done it again, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know what's happening to my phone. 
Where yeah. it's just like because like like peek behind the curtain. I like I my computer iTunes is fucking jank. So I just I have an AirPod in my ear and I'm listening it through my phone. And it just is randomly disconnecting as you're talking about the songs. And I'm like, this doesn't have. I do this for every episode. And this has never happened before. And twice now you've managed to just summon away my Bluetooth and use it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, I don't know. To oh. me, Snowblood is just an absolute masterclass in album openers. In my mind. Yeah. It is so good. It does everything right. It's kind of like a mysterious, like, uh, ooh, the album starting kind of start that, like, every album I love when they do that. It's very techno y, which I guess is kind of hinted on throughout the album at times in certain songs. I, I mean, it does everything right. I don't even know. I think clean vocals are really good. The little trills that he does after the first chorus are really fucking good. The whole second verse just goes fucking insane. It like defies all expectations. It's like literally just like, oh, you think it's just going to be another verse. And then it just fucking goes every which way. Like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like it, it not only is a great album opener. It also is able to like do a lot of things really well. Defy expectations. The guitar solo in that bridge. <laughs> my notes i put yeah. that guitar solo is the truth um it and- really is though like, <laughs> the guitar solo like <laughs> changed my life in a way it, like it I mean, is insane talking about breaking stuff down again that whole build up after the bridge is fucking phenomenal it yeah. like does a really good job breaking it down and bringing it right back up for an absolute banger of an ending it the double bass at the end yes. of that track made me <laughs> fucking piss myself. Like, no human being should be able to do that that quickly without triggers. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's fuck, dude. Because <laughs> this, Snowblood was the first single they released when they, like, announced that this album was coming out. Yeah. Good choice. And I remember the first time I heard this and I was just, like, awestruck. <laughs> like, I mean, every bit about it, like, the instrumentals just fucking hits you, like, right in the face. Um, Jesse Cash, like, you really hear him, like, in the chorus. Like, you just feel, like, this energy about it. And, like, like there's, like, the one part where, like, there's, like, super fast strumming, like, the one note. <laughs> like, yeah. right before, like, the first sick breakdown. And then, like, the solo, I mean, yes, it's the absolute truth. And then, like, how they're able to, like, kind of slow it down and, like, kind of have, like, a running effect where it's like, okay, like, we're picking back up speed, folks. Like, that was the solo. Here, let's get back in the end of it. Ah, oh, man. I'd like to put a statement out there. Yeah. That this song encapsulates this entire album extremely well. Yes. It, like, does literally almost every cool thing that every other song, like, kind of has, like, a focus on. Like, some of the cool, like, techno-y stuff from, like, Lunar Halo has, like, that big presence at the beginning and end of the song. It was, like, intro uh, and then outro. I mean, it defies expectation. It has really good breakdowns. It has really awesome clean vocals. I just feel like it does everything on this album so well. It's, like, just the perfect, like, here's a little little taste of what this entire album's about to do. But, like, each one of these cool things you like is probably going to happen a lot in different songs. But, like, this is where you're going to get the fucking, like, this is it. This yeah, is the, this is the summary and the truth. It's the it's truth. basically the truth. yeah. It's basically like the fucking trailer for what you're about to witness in the entire yeah. album. It's just all like pushed into one song. Now usually, kinda, you, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. What were you gonna say? 
I was gonna. It kind of reminds me. I mean, harkening back to our DGD simphood, uh, kind of like how Chucky versus the giant tortoise kind of shows you a lot that's gonna happen in Mothership, and even in Mothership, like there's like certain things that like you can't really foresee in Chucky, but like you you could just tell like damn like th- like dance Gavin dance is fucking here and like this is a brand new album and this is like the first track like we're hitting you like yeah. s- like snowblood with this album like totally encapsulates that for me where it's like all of these different things throughout it you're going to get throughout the album but here is all of it in one package and that's snowblood yeah so Hell yeah, yeah. Right, can i, I say wanna... just just to like help with future placement mm-hmm. Snowblood, because uh, we said we were kicking Night of Silence way down the road. I think Snowblood is better than Night of Silence. I would agree. I'd agree, yeah. Yeah. So just cool. to get that argument out of the way. Get that, you know, right leave that the out bat. there. So at least there's three other songs to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we've touched on, we, we touched on Psalm of Sedition and, and Soul Absentia already. Yes. Vanish Canvas is the only one left that we have not talked about at all. Other than the really? fact that we've said that we like it. Tyler, I yeah, did it again. <laughs> every, fucking get out of my face, phone. Every like time I bet you <laughs> you've done it every time. Please, um, on your phone. Tyler, amazing. I want you to tell me about Vanish Canvas because you were the one that tabled it, even like behind the curtain when we started, like right before we started recording. Like I like that song. <laughs> like, yeah, you, I did. You I guess I did with, let that slip. Uh, you, you hit me with <laughs> it. You hit us with it early, and we're like, "Oh, interesting." I'll I, make a mental note. Here it is. I loved this song like way more than I like even realized because like I've heard all the old songs on this album before. It came out like a, a fucking year ago, um, but like I don't listen to it that often. So like I kind of just listen to it when songs come up and stuff. So I didn't really know which songs were going to stick with me the most when I did the review, but, like, this song manages to, like, hit this really, like, epic feeling. I don't really know any other way of, like, wording it, but it seems to have, like, a lot more weight than a lot of the other songs. Like, it's it has this, like, sweeping feel almost while still managing to capture, like, the chugginess of era. It's like it's such a a weird like niche thing that they managed to hit in this song and it's like you don't hear that from like anyone ever like even in this band it's such a like tricky balance to hit and the fact that they managed to do that and pull it off in like such a impressive fashion to me it just like it blew my fucking socks off like they i don't know that that really is like the the main thing is just that like how can you write a song that is so like powerful and like emotionally charged and like hits you in that way and yet you still have just like fucking chug central station going on simultaneously <laughs> like it doesn't make <laughs> sense how this song works but it just works so well and like it's just it's such a different tone and it's executed so well. And then they have like another version where Courtney LaPlante is given like one of the verses, and then that just makes it like even better because I am a simp. And like it's just <laughs> it's too good. I can't 
I know it probably won't be number one, and objectively, I probably can't even say that it should be, but, like, of all the songs of this album, that is one that definitely stood out to me, like, way more than a lot of other tracks. Um, because it is different, yet it still manages to take a lot of the the similar elements of the other tracks, and it just kind of utilizes them in a different way that you're not expecting. Um, I guess that's going to be my argument. I can 100% agree yeah. with you that it's epic. Like, that's yeah. a really good way to describe this track. Something that, like, I feel like seldom does this album, like, achieve, like, that level of, like, a like a grandiose song. Like, yeah. it's just very, like, it, it feels very, like, almost feels like, like a very, like, emotional track, like, emotionally heavy. Yeah. Um, Especially with that, like, that moment going to that last chorus where, like, everything cuts out. They all, there's, like, a layered, like, vocals. Especially when Courtly LaPlante is singing that, like, build up to that moment. Yeah. And they all, and then Courtney's voice is in there as well. And it's like, oh, yeah, this this does it for me. This is it, yeah. That's the little, this is the cherry on top I needed. Um, I don't know. I, I 100% agree with all your, all, everything you've said. Like, I think this song is yet another, again, another facet of, like, what ERA has achieved in this album. Where, like, not only do they create these crazy, cool, creative shit where, like, the guitar is the lead. And, like, these cra- crazy, cool lunar techno things. Or crazy pounding in your face thing. They also can do, like, this really awesome, like almost more like a like a thoughtful emotional like driving song that's very epic yeah so it's just another way that they have shown that they are like so flexible and so good at all of these things that they have tried to do in this album yeah and i would say like compared to all the songs that we have left like i think the fact that this one is very much like its own beast in my opinion, gives it some some extra points that I think it, it bolsters it above at least a few songs. I don't know which songs, because that's like <clears throat> that's a really difficult question, but like I don't want it to be next. <laughs> so it's fair. I don't know what should be next though. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm struggling with, right? Because I'm like, I'm trying to think of like what it's against. Well, well, here, here, let's, let's do this again. Because we already said that we don't want the Snowblood to be under Night of Silence. Do we want, what, what do we think between Snowblood and Vanish Canvas? Which do we think is better? I think I know what we're <coughs> going to say, but. Snowblood. I think it's Snowblood. I think it's also Snowblood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we at least know that now. Um, let's have a little discussion about, let's, let's compare, this is a conversation we sort of started earlier on, prompted by me, um, the three new songs, they they are all still in the running right now. Yeah. We had discussed earlier how, how each of us would, would want to order them. I said, I thought Night of Silence was the best one. You two disagreed. So let's just... Not even worry about like the mm. the rest of the the songs right now. Let's just take these three and determine the order of these three. I am gonna say, uh, I could go either way on Song of Sedition and and Soul of Sentia, and I think that Night of Silence is is the best of the three. I know that's not the common opinion, 
but that's where I will be voting. So, uh, mm, <laughs> I don't know. My gut. We're running into another uh, pink elephant situation where we have three songs and three of us, and we're all going to end up saying one's the best. Because in my opinion, I actually don't think that's going to happen. My opinion is Psalm of Sedition might be the best of these three, in my opinion. I know I tabled it, so like maybe that was obvious. But, I, man, everything that's... I talked about a lot earlier, so yeah. I won't like, just retread the same ground. But I think the Psalm of Sedition just fucking pounds and does every single cool thing in the middle of it all too like takes you a lot of different places and all that shit i won't try it again but yeah i think fucking psalm of sedition slaps so i probably personally go psalm of sedition night of silence soul absentia okay gun Brandon, to my head hit us with the third completely Option. different uh <laughs> order so that we don't regret <sighs> <sighs> fuck all right. <laughs> so Saul Absentia has what I think is an amazing chorus. Okay. And then even like a little extra like at the end of like both choruses. Um, and then it kind of like flows in like the next part of the song. I think it's definitely the strongest part. And the rest of it, I mean, it's it's a very heavy track. You know, there's like the like an epic breakdown at the end. You know, it's really chuggy, really like so fucking, let's get to it. <laughs> I mean, it's, so it's like I would I would pay so much to see this shit live. <sighs> Nigh to silence, as we said before, it's one of those tracks that's really good at like having a tempo, having a pace, like being in your face, and then all of a sudden it just falls off a cliff, and it's just like we're into the chorus, and it's like a totally different thing. Where like there's even like a pause, where like you don't even really hear anything like in the chorus, but just like the drums kind of like keeping the beat. And that that's so cool. And then like, you know, they come back in like after the choruses with just like epicness. And then you have Psalmist Edition, which oh, like the like the parts where like Jesse's like singing like really low, and then it just fucking kicks off. And then the chorus, like the chorus smokes all three, or is the best of all three, I think. I mean, mix that in with just like, you know, your standard like era, like epic instrumentals and like chugginess and breakdowns and all sorts of cool shit, like I think I'm gonna have to agree with Kyle here. I'd probably go Saul of Absentia, Night of Silence, and then Salma's Edition at the top. Works for me. The people love when we agree. It's the yep. twist of the century for the people. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is it? Uh, is that chorus just rips so fucking hard, dude? Like, add, add that on top of like a standard era track, and it's just yeah. it's money. It's fucking cash money, dude. I will okay. say, going into this, in my mind, kind of where I was standing with the new tracks, was not a science belief, soul absentia. But what you have said, Tyler, has pushed me to like move it up. So cool. I give you, I give you credit. I don't. It doesn't win the three, but it, it moves up the ranking. I did a thing. I give um, you credit. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do to close this out because we have those three locked in a specific order, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now. We're going to say, where does Vanish Canvas line up within those three songs? Where where do we place it in that list? I'm going to say, because I'm biased, that it goes above <laughs> all three. I, don't I probably agree. won't be the popular opinion. So where do you guys want it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, gut Instinct, Beneath Night of Silence, but above Soul Absentia. 
I was Got actually it. thinking the exact same thing. Oh I, my god! <laughs> I no think way. This never happens. <laughs> this never Cause, happens. Because in my opinion, Night of Silence is a better song. Although Van, I mean Vanish Canvas, I mean Tyler, like you hit the nail right in the head. It does all sorts of cool shit. Like it is, it is an awesome track. But the first time I heard Night of Silence, I was blown the fuck away. And then now, the first time. And subsequent times I've heard Psalm of Sedition, I've been like, holy shit, like this is, this is era. Like, I fucking love this. Yeah. But uh, I hate it because I do love Vanish Canvas, but. I mean, they're all good tracks. Like, there's no, like, correct choice at this point. It is just, (laughs) we got to make the tough calls. Uh, Um, But yeah, I'd put, I'd put Vanish Canvas beneath Night of Silence above Saul Absentia for sure. Because yeah. I, even though I love the chorus and Saul, Saul Absentia, like the entirety of Vanished Canvas just smokes that track, in my opinion. I agree. And we are left with Snowblood. Is it number one? I think or so. Or do we put it? <laughs> I think it should be number one. I can't think of a reason for it not to be after everything yeah. we've said about it. As much as myself wants to say Psalm of Sedition is number one, like subjectively, everything we've said about Snowblood. And, like, what it brings to the table, how it just gives you everything this album has to offer. I think objectively, in the ranking of these songs, I'd have to go with Snowblood at the top. I was trying to think of a way Psalm's Edition beats it. But I it doesn't. Snowblood wins. Snowblood Snowblood And you know what that means? We That's did it. We're it. done. We're done. Yeah. Done. Everything's locked in. We have the the objective order that all of these songs go in uh, by quality. And uh, man, again, fucking phenomenal album. If if you so all haven't good. like listened to this album yet, what are you doing? <laughs> fucking go do that because all these songs are great. Um, oh, yeah, God. I'm gonna go listen to this album again when we're done, probably <laughs> because talking about yeah. it just made me want to listen to it again. So like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna jam on my way to work tomorrow. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, well we're gonna we're gonna do the recap. And then we're going to get all of our end cards shit out of the way. And then we're going to head on out. So, at number 15. There's 15, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. This, yep. this is a thing I should know. And I've asked five <laughs> times. Sorry, it's confusing because of what we didn't include. You're doing, yeah, you're doing the best, Tyler. <laughs> 15 is Memory Fiction. 14 is Idolon. 13, Scorpion Hymn. 12, Shadow Autonomous. 11, Lunar Halo. 10, Remnant. 9, House of Glass. 8, Gungrave. Seven, Electric Twilight. Six, Divisionary. Five, Soul Absentia. Four, Vanish Canvas. Three, Night of Silence. Two, Summit's Edition. And number one is Snowblood. Woo! We did it. It's done. Oh, damn. This was tough, but it was fun. I had a really good time uh, discussing this album with you boys. Uh, it's good to have some some genty metalcore in, in our lives yeah. now and then. Dude, fucking um, A. <laughs> especially since we had like the exact opposite of that in the last video so yes yeah, um it's definitely a, a change of pace but if you guys enjoyed this video please let us know by uh hitting that little like button because it really does help make sure you comment below uh what your personal rankings are for the songs in this album do you agree with us 100 percent? that'd be wild if you did that never happens if do you think all of our takes were wrong that usually happens please let us know <laughs> um also if you enjoyed what you saw here and you'd be interested in seeing some of our other album reviews or some of our other music related content um why don't you go on and subscribe to the talks a lot boys 
pretty sure I just got an email and that sound's going to be in the background and I'm not going to be yes. motivated enough to try to remove that. <laughs> so I'm just going to make it known so I don't have to deal with that. Um, it's the name of the game. Never leave your work computer on when you're doing YouTube recordings. <laughs> um, yeah, but subscribe to the Talks a Lot Boys to make me feel less dumb about that, and then that would be really cool. And we appreciate all the support that we've been getting uh, recently. It's been very cool, and we just we really enjoy making these kind of videos for you guys. So uh, hope you liked it. Uh, we've been the Talks yeah. Boys. We'll talk a lot more <laughs> next time. I gotta go answer my emails. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.